0: What's going on, world? It's your man, Rob D. We're here with another episode with the lady behind the glass. Wake up, world. We in the building. We ready to tear it up. We about to talk about some real shit. Let's get into it.
1: <laughs> what's going on, Rob D?
0: You tell me. What's the business? What it be like? What it is? Shout.
1: So, we're going to do Wait on God Part 2.
0: Oh, that's what we doing today.
1: That's what we doing today.
0: Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it.
1: So, do you want to just jump right in?
0: Uh, unless you want to talk about, it, unless you got something else you want to say, Any, anything going on in the uh, in the world today we need to talk about first?
1: I mean, there's always stuff going on in the world that we need to talk about. Okay,
0: so yeah, hey, it's up to you.
1: I don't know. I mean, we can change the course of the episode if you'd like.
0: Nah, let's get let's get let's jump into it. Waiting on God Part Two, go.
1: Okay. So uh, yesterday we were talking about how people take that term too literally, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they don't think that they have to work for what they want. They
0: Mm -hmm. think
1: that God is supposed to just hand everything to them. Mm -hmm. So what were you saying yesterday about investing?
0: Well, I had a, you know, I, I used to get people that would ask me, you know, how I've been able to accomplish some of the things that I've accomplished and, you know, just, you know, little things like that. And I used to think about it because I just always just say, I, I would always tell them I didn't know. Like I, I, was, I, I said, I'm just built for this. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just that good or something like that. And it hit me one day that, you know, everything that I've done or that I wanted to learn anything, I invested you know, or the concept is a word. It's just invest, not investing, invest this, invest. And so if I wanted to learn more about money, I, what did I invest? I invested time into learning how to get more money, different movements, differentness. Or if I wanted to learn more about, uh, uh, you know, fitness or health, I had to invest. I had to invest time in research and nutrition, you know, different workouts and stuff like that. And, I think that once people sometimes make a decision that says, hey, you know, I'm going to change my life and I'm just going to pray I want God to do this. I don't think that they they've made a conscious decision to change, but I don't think they take the next step. And the next step is that you have to invest. You have to invest in your growth. You have to invest in your spirituality. Then on top of that, you have to invest into working towards or learning more about what exactly it is that you're asking God for, you know, if you're, if you're literally in a situation where say your relationship is terrible, but you're saying, God, I know this is the man I'm supposed to be, So help me. And you don't, you don't invest any time into counseling. You don't invest any time in self-development. You don't invest any time into talking to uh, an older married couple who's been through some changes in life. So so that you can learn a little bit more. I just think that with that, people don't take the time to invest and figure out what they need to invest in. And, you know, when you talk about invest, people just think you're talking about money, put money into something. No, it's it's, all it is is a transfer of energy and resources with the with the um, not with the uh, not the exception, but with the with the expectation of a return on that investment. So the outcome of me uh, learning and taking the time to invest in reading about communication is for me to have much better communication with my partner because we don't have it right now. That makes sense?
1: Yes, it does. Okay. Well, go ahead, Rob D. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. So it just, I, I, it, I just I think that that's the step that everybody misses. You know, the word tells you it says faith. Everybody says it. You know, faith without faith, without work is dead. But people don't actually really understand it. Like you ask God for something and most people don't understand the moment that you make a conscious decision to change. Not only does the universe conspire to make what you ask for happen, but also that's when that's when all the bad shit is actually going to come at you. You know, you know, they say that they say the moment you decide to give your life to God. That's when all hell's done break loose. That's when, that's when all the temptation is going to come. That's when all the you know that's when everything that wasn't there before is going to start popping up. You 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 ever realize when you hear people say that no nobody no, nobody was in my inbox until I got into a relationship. Mhm. It is 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 very very simple examples like that. Like you were cool, you were out here everything was straight, but the moment that you chose to get married, or you chose to commit to one person. Oh, that's when that's when that's when sin is coming out. That's when the, that's when the devil. That's when the evil was coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Bishop Bronner defined evil as anything that gets you off your God-given uh, path. I
1: think and i like, I've actually heard him say that.
0: Yeah, I, I like that example. It can be. It's anything that's that's evil. Stay away from.
1: It. Right. Okay, I like that. So, I want to um, switch gears a little bit. Okay. I want to talk about something that we did not talk about on Wait on God, uh, the first episode. Okay. <clears throat> so, I want to talk about the armor that you need when preparing for a spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that before? Has anyone ever told you that?
0: The armor that you need? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've heard I've, I've I've heard the, I've heard of the concept.
1: So, what does it mean to you?
0: Um, armor is pretty much when you're getting ready to go into battle. You know, you need your armor. You need your weapons. You need the things that are going to cover you and shield you from the attacks that are coming. <laughs> you know, what, you is, need,
1: what are the weapons?
0: Um, the the weapons, in, in my opinion, is I think you need you need a lot of faith. You need not only faith, but you need belief. You need a clear, um, a clear understanding of what exactly it is that you want, and what you're doing, and why you're doing it. And you need you need prayer, a lot of it.
1: So, I had something happen to me where uh, the pastors and my elders told me that I was used as a vessel. Yeah. Now, mind you, I I am very spiritual, um, but I don't read the Bible as much as I should, right? Mm-hmm. So when this happened to me, I was six hours away from home, and I was absolutely scared because I didn't remember what had taken place. I, I only knew of what my friend told me. We were in this really weird, funky restaurant and um i always pray before i eat and so does my friend so i guess she said that i i said okay let's pray and she grabbed my hand and she was waiting for me to pray and then she said i just snapped and then she said that i started just doing weird stuff and saying stuff and she said that i went through all these emotions the only thing that i actually remember from this restaurant is that it was really really loud and I couldn't hear anything that my friend was saying to me. So I guess when we got outside, like I breathed really deep, cause it was, you know, I, I don't know. But either way, we got rid of the food. I didn't even eat my food there, neither did my friend. We got rid of the food, we went to her place, and we like prayed. And from the stuff that she was telling me, like I was really scared. And I wasn't supposed to get on the road until the next day. So um, I actually ended up getting up early, getting on the road, and I went straight to my aunt's church and had them pray over me. And then I told her what happened, and um, she told me that I needed to suit up. She said that I was just used as a vessel, and she said that I needed to uh, prepare myself for spiritual warfare. And actually, a few different people had said this to me, but I didn't understand. I didn't understand what I needed to armor myself with. And uh, they told me that it was the Bible. They said I needed to read it, and I needed to know the word. They said knowing the words of the Bible is what will prepare me for the battle that's coming. Uh Have you ever heard anything like that before? Yeah. Okay, it shook me to my core. Like to this day, I don't fully understand it. I try to read the Bible as much as I can. I work a lot, but mm-hmm. um, it's just—it's it, hard to understand. It's hard to comprehend, especially if you're not ready for it.
0: Yeah, but it's—it's it's, it's pretty easy to understand. You know, I'll use an example. You know, uh, Pastor uh, John Gray. <laughs> I think that's his name, John Gray, the guy out of Texas that took over, um, took over that pretty big church, and he just had that whole scandal. And you know, people people were laying into him about it. You remember him? Yeah. Okay. I think that I think that's a very clear example of him because, because his rise of um, in in the past like he just he came and I mean he he was under uh um, I'm sorry, he was under T D Jakes for a little while. He was under uh, Joel Olstein and he just he he just just he exploded and you know he was now he was the voice that pretty much the world was listening to in christianity and through that the, the de- that's what that's what the devil doesn't like you know anytime that you anytime that you're saving souls and you're getting p that's what he doesn't like and what what do you think happened you know i actually i actually uh you know comment on a lot of the stuff that they were saying about him when all that stuff happened and it was, you know, and it was normally it was godly people who were attacking him the most. And I said, you guys being godly people or Christians or whatever, you guys say that you're in a religion that you don't even understand. I said, literally, we talk about evil devil him being used as a vessel. His voice was reaching more people at that time than anybody else. And man, when I tell you that I I understood, not I'm making not not that I'm making excuses for him, but the devil came for him. Mm -hmm. The devil came to discredit him just like anything else we talk about. We talk about the the same way that the government, society likes to try to discredit our leaders. Once we start doing too much, we start talking about economical empowerment. No, it it was no difference than what happened to him. He sent it. it, Everything that we listen to in the sermons and the pastor, he sent his best He came and he attacked his weakness. And maybe him and his wife was having problems. Maybe they wasn't together. And he sent somebody there, that boy that was just there to comfort him. He sent his best. See, that's that's one thing that let a lot of people. They don't understand that you can be anointed. You can be in the word. And you don't understand that the devil is coming for you harder than anybody else. And he's going to use his best assassins to come after you. Mm
1: -hmm. Especially when you're on the verge of greatness.
0: When you're on the, oh, that's, that's when it's the worst. They're, they're all coming after you. And when it happened, and I saw the way that everybody jumped on him, I felt like the whole situation I felt bad for. But the fact that his wife stood by him. And then on top of that, you know, me understanding and actually being in positions where I'm like on the verge of breaking through to something. And, you know, I've experienced it. Like, they, they're going to come for you. They gonna send. He's gonna send his best assassin at you. And if you're if you're not clothed, if you're not clothed, just like they told you to make sure you're covered and protected. And then if you're in the wrong state of mind, he's coming for you when you're at your weakest, when you're at your lowest. So yeah, I I, I believe I believe it wholeheartedly. I really do.
1: I actually remember when that happened, and I did not agree with a lot of the stuff. That people were saying about this man, I actually felt for him and his wife.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and um, it's and so it, funny
1: that the people that are not supposed to judge are the mm-hmm. ones that jar- that judge you the most.
0: Oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. This, you know, you see what they did with um, um, with uh, you know God rest his soul with uh, with a uh, bishop Eddie Long. You know, I don't, regardless of getting into the acu- acu- um, accusations and all that other stuff regardless of what they said that he did it was another person that was on the platform that was saving souls that had a that had a voice that was higher than anything else and what people don't realize is that the moment that this stuff happened the thing is nobody still can prove whether it happened or not right but these things can you tell yeah.
1: me a little bit about that situation i don't remember
0: okay yeah so bishop eddie long apparently like he mentored younger men um And you know, throughout his uh, you know years as a as a pastor, and then there were three males that came out that were grown men, like they were never underage. But there were three men that came out, and they all said that they had sexual relationships with him over the years. Oh, and let me then—I'm talking about the world ate his ass alive. They said, they said you, they said you were pedophile. But all these, all these boys were, you know, they were of age. But you know, and you never know what happened. And the media, went, I'm talking about, they they tried to crucify him. And there's you still don't know whether it happened or whether it really didn't. But he had, he stepped down from being the pastor of his church, and I and then he got cancer. He died. He died like he had he. I think you know he developed some one form of cancer, and he died like two years later. Mm. I and, think
1: I remember hearing my friend Sean talk about this.
0: Yeah, and uh, and Bishop Broner B- Bishop Broner officiated his funeral. Mm. That you that so so what you say I mean it tore him down no whether it happened or not but then people they went in on him and they say oh he shouldn't do this but you got to look at you have to look at the body of the work of a man you know what he did how many souls he changed how many lives he saved and then regardless even if even if it was true he still preached the word of God right so what people don't understand is that people that are in high high place human they're still gonna mess up you, you agree with that
1: I they, do agree but I do think that because you're at that place and you're preaching uh, God's word I think that you do have to be a little more careful with your steps I absolutely. can't respect you know somebody who is pretty much telling you what to do and how to live by using God's word And then, um, you know, doing things that that you're not supposed to do.
0: No, I absolutely. Pedophilia,
1: raping people, i.e. that movie, The Book of Eli. A lot of people don't understand that, but that had a very powerful message. You don't use that platform and then, uh, you know, throw rocks and hide your hand. You know what I mean? Don't be up there preaching if you're going to be molesting people or, you know.
0: I agree. I agree. But it, it all plays into the same thing that I was saying was that one thing and we'll, we'll shift gears a little bit. And we'll, we'll talk about like us, uh, us, us saying this from our platform, but us never being on the platform that they have and what they go through. Now, it's real. Like we talk about like I sit back and I say, man, I was like, why would, you know, such and such cheat on uh, on their wife? I'm like they're, they're a celebrity. Right. Or a basketball player. But then when you watch the documentaries and these basketball players or celebrities, males, rappers, when they tell you the stories of things that you couldn't even imagine that if you you're out on the road and you're you're ready to be faithful, they literally say they say there are girls that are waiting for you at the hotel and the ones that the, the ones that you that that you can bypass in the lobby. He said some of them have connections with the hotels that they'll they'll pay the front desk guy or the housekeeping person to let them in. They literally say that they're women butt naked on the bed when they get into their hotel rooms. The average man, the average man or the average woman does not have to deal with that type of temptation. We might have to deal with somebody in our inbox, but you have the worst of the worst that are pursuing you like nobody has ever pursued you before. None of us can ever understand what it's like to be, a, that's the reason why I don't judge celebrities anymore when they when they mess around they do stupid shit. With mm-hmm. none, none of us have the exposure to the amount of fame, the amount of money, the resources they have, which is what you go, they say, they say when they show up to parties, he's like, man, he's like, it's cocaine, crack, strippers, anything you want, all you gotta do is ask for it. Mm. Most niggas, most niggas can't find $20 when they need it. They say, wherever I, wherever we go, everything is at your disposal. That is a recipe for disaster, and for a person that's weak, they're not going to be able to handle it. Even a person that's strong would even fall into into temptation after a while. That's the reason why I don't judge anybody that are on platforms like this because we we have absolutely no idea what they what they go through. We have no idea, and then we have no idea how we would even react if we, we, if we like, would we lose our mind. You know, Rob Rob D you know preaching all this stuff and let's just say you know I'm I'm with I'm with I'm engaged right and I'm in love right and let's say wake up world takes off and becomes the number 1 you know podcast in the world and we're traveling all over the place now all of a sudden you know you're used to dating some you know pretty decent girls but now you got the super thoughts coming after you You, you kind of you you, 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 you 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 see where it's going. Now, mind I'm you,
1: following you.
0: Super thoughts are coming. Oh, oh, my God. You know, I wish I had, a, there, there were more men like you in the world. When you're in town, you, you, your DM is just, for, come on, man. That's why you got to be clothed. That's why you got to be protected. That's why you got to be prayed up. And that's why you got to have people around you that are going to watch out for you, too. That's very important because you can't do it by yourself you can't right I it's, mean it's, I
1: understand where you're coming from I do think that no matter what platform you're on you mm-hmm. should be able to say no but I, then I'm not in their situation so I don't know how it feels
0: and, and I, I always resort back when if something happens I say dude at the end of the day they're just as human as we are
1: they are I mean, that's the mistake people make often, right? When people on those platforms, they don't look at them as equal humans. That's a problem. That's a problem within itself. That's an episode on its own.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Real versus reality.
0: Yeah, yeah, you go. Real versus reality. But like I said, these, they're, still, they're still human. They're still what we call the flesh. Um, and even, uh, you know, Bishop says, he says, never have more faith or confidence in the flesh than you do in the word. The word is the word. The, the, the pastors are used as vessels to preach the word, but they're still human. Like you, there, There's no reason why we should look at a pastor or a congressman or a state official or somebody and say that this person can do no wrong. You're setting yourself up for failure.
1: Right. That was interesting.
0: What do you think about that?
1: I, I mean, I like how you put it. Um, that's not how people generally look at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. like I said before, the people that go to church, uh, you know, four times a week are often the ones that judge you more than anybody
0: you you can i can i just give you a real a real strong perspective
1: the only, reason,
0: the only reason why they're judging you is because the spotlight ain't on them
1: all right go go with that a little bit more please
0: only because the spotlight ain't on them you know why because ain't nobody looking at them every single day ain't nobody looking at your phone to see who you text messaging, right? Ain't nobody seeing where. They, ain't nobody following you around taking pictures of you when I mean, you're just out. You know what I'm saying? They, they they're not. They're not in. They're not in the same platform. They're not. They're not on the same level. Do, do, do I you? Mean, re- but
1: you don't have to be on a huge pe- platform for the sisters at church to judge you. You know what I mean? They, they judge people that come to church and sit next to them every Sunday.
0: Okay, can, can, I, can I just, can I give you, can I give you a, I'll just give you, I'll give you a quick example. Mm-hmm. I knew a person that was living a lie, but condemned people that lied. And the only reason why she was so vocal about condemning people that lied, because I was the only person that knew the lie that she was living, and I would never expose it.
1: Well, I mean, I'm so interested
0: in that. That's my example of it. There was, there's an individual that was, you know, was, was, was highly looked at and respected in a lot of people's eyes, right? Every, a lot of people, but I was the only person that knew the lie that she was living. But with this person would constantly preach about, oh, how she hated people that lied, how she hate, she, why can't people just tell the truth? But was living a big lie. And I was one of the only people that knew it. But I would never expose it. I never had the desire to expose it. But I would just sit back and just scratch my head. I would just say, you don't like liars, but you lie every day. Mm. But because nobody knew. Right. You see what I'm saying? That so just means the spotlight wasn't on that person. It's like you despising cheaters. But you're cheating right? But nobody knows that you're cheating. They think that you're happily married everything's hunky-dory but you are cheating on a regular basis but you think che- but you're the type of person that thinks cheating is wrong right. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> That's the type of world that we live in. So the people in my opinion, I'll tell you the people that that judge the most, they have the most to hide.
1: You know what? I might agree with you. Mm -hmm. I might agree with you. I mean, so we'll just, in general, women, we judge each other more than anything, right? Hair, clothes, shoes, bags, you know, all of it. The man you're with. Um, And it's something that I myself am even guilty of, but I always say, okay, like, yeah, alright I don't want to do this like I don't care I I don't care about this person but it's just like it's, it's so hard not to because in the world that we live in it's casual and it's normal and that's really really sad yeah I mean I don't think that you men do it like the women do I don't even think you guys care but it's so casual and normal with women Right. Hmm. It's interesting. All right. So, what else do you have to say on the episode? Wait on God Part Two, because I feel like we're all over the place right now.
0: No, I think I think we're going in, in a good direction.
1: We are, but like, we can talk about so many different things under this episode.
0: That's what we're. That's what, That's what we're here for. Yeah.
1: So, what else did you want to touch on?
0: I think uh, I talk talk more so about the uh, the expectations when people are waiting on God. I think I think that's another thing that re- that really drives people crazy. You know, so th-
1: are you saying like people's expectations aren't realistic?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I ne- I, they, I don't, I don't ever think that I don't ever think that they're realistic.
1: Okay, why?
0: Um, because like I said they, I think they expect you know everything to poof and then what happens and also what happens is, is that sometimes what they ask for the blessing that they're asking for comes in a form that, they, that, they, that they're not ready to receive which is also a problem
1: yeah I mean I've actually said that to people before like you know a man he'll be like oh I'm waiting on a good woman like this is the kind of woman that I want But when she doesn't come how he imagined her, he's not ready. And then he literally, you know, you know what I'm saying. But -hmm. like, I see that all the time in so many different, like, uh, how do you say it? I mean, within relationships, job opportunities, housing, like everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you pray, you, you, you stay faithful, you wait. When it comes, you're not ready for it. Or because it didn't come how you wanted it to come, you're not taking it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is this hey? When wait, wait, waiting, waiting on God can be one of the most frustrating things ever.
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of idle time. What do you do with it?
0: You invest. <laughs> I can't. I can't say. I can't say it more. While, while the time is idle, you're supposed to be preparing yourself for that blessing. In life, you don't get what you want. You get what you prepare for. And th- those, these are not my words. A lot of quotes come from a lot of things that I've heard. And you don't get what you want in life. You get what you prepare for. How can you expect, how can you expect yourself to get a good life and a husband when you haven't prepared yourself to be a good wife? Uh, you haven't prepared yourself to be a wife. Right. Men, how can you expect your? How can you? How can you expect that you're going to get a good woman when you haven't taken the time to become a great man? Facts speak on it. You better. How can? How can? It, how can you expect? It's like how can you expect to lose weight and you'll never go to the gym and eat better?
1: That's a fact.
0: So it's it's just all these things that nobody takes the time for preparation. You know, nobody takes nobody takes the time to preparation because the preparation you don't the results don't come. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, preach, Rob, dude.
0: Is It's the truth. You don't. I and we, we I stay on that all day long. Is you don't get in life. You don't get what you want. You get what you prepare for. You know, ev- everything in life from relationships to business to success like success that success doesn't just happen you prepare for success a, 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 a good relationship not only do you prepare for a good relationship but you know how to work through a good relationship in all its trials and tribulations. you prepare for it you fix you fix yourself you fix your attitudes. You 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 actually take therapy before you even decide to get into another relationship. Most people do it as backwards. You go find somebody, you crazy, he crazy, and you're like, okay, yeah, now we're gonna be crazy together. You we see how good that turns out.
1: <laughs>
0: so my my thing my thing is what what are you preparing for? Like I'm going I'm I'm in a transition right now where I'm preparing for the what i like to call the end of me running around and doing some of the things that i've been doing for the past 10 and 11 years the preparation for that is grueling it takes it it requires a lot of sacrifice on my part it requires me to do a lot of things that are just that are wearing down on me mentally emotionally and everything but the preparation is the pre, the this is the preparation for the end goal and the end goal is for me to have an early financial retirement so that I can do my consulting and speaking and mentoring and all that other stuff and not have to worry about money. That just doesn't happen. I've been preparing for it for the past four years. So from the outside, when it happens, people will just be like, oh, it was just great. He wrote a book. And now he doesn't have to work. No, 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 This is, this is, it's been, it's been in preparation for, you know, the past four or five years.
1: Well, I think that's the thing. A lot of people um, see people on these platforms <clears throat> and they're all like, you know, I give it all to God. I'm here because of God. So they're like, oh, okay, well, let me pray because I want that too. But they don't see the work that the people put in in the background, you know what I mean? They don't see how much or how hard they've been grinding to get where they are today.
0: Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, when, that's that's why I love documentaries. Like, that's why I love re- reading more into champions and people that have accomplished great things. And when you go back and you see the stories, man, I mean, these people have, they've, they've sacrificed so much of their own personal happiness because they were preparing for greatness, you know, for musicians to, I mean, it's just, it's insane what some of these people have gone through. And by the time, you know, they get to the point, oh my God, this, yeah, but no, but they're not showing you, you know, the bodybuilders, they, they don't show you necessarily the, you know, the 10 years that they've been preparing for just to get a certain physique. Like it takes that long sometimes. You know, for people for their bodies to transform. It doesn't it don't just happen in, you know, six, seven or eight months. I mean, these guys they're building they're building their bodies up for years before they get to a point where they actually can compete on a certain level. Years of preparation for mm-hmm. that for that for that ten minutes on stage. For athletes, you know, they've been preparing for they've been preparing for it since they were kids. Basketball camps, practices, you know, this, that, this. To see them dunk a ball, but man, they've they've been preparing for this stuff since they since they were kids. You know, you 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 and like like I said, keep saying it in life. You don't get what you want; you get what you prepare for. So when you you make a decision, which is which is the number one thing you do, the the, the power of a decision can make or break you. You know, so you have to make a decision. Stick to that decision, make a plan and then spend the rest of your life preparing for it. Because if it's if if it's in God's will for it to happen, it will come only if you prepare for it. Like they I hear, I hear all the time to say, say God will not trust. You. God will not give you what he cannot entrust in you to give. I mean, there, there, there's there's so many powerful. You know statements and quotes that comes from, and it, it lets you know this says, "Not is preparation is you getting right. Is preparation is getting your heart right." You know that's why that's you ever you ever you ever realize you hit when you hear a lot of wealthy people speak, they give a lot. Yeah, they give a lot, and it's, and I, I believe it when they say that God won't entrust you with what what you will not give, and these and a lot of these people they they're so. They understand it so much that they overgive. Hmm. They, they, I mean, they, I mean, these are my people that give millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars to charities and stuff like that because they know for a fact that God put you. What He gave you, what you asked for, but now He, He's entrusting you to to be His vessel, to do your work through the blessings that I've given you. Right. And it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of cleansing. It takes a lot of preparation for you. Once once you get once you get on, you get all that paper and you get in and you ready to go. You bye bye. And it's like, yo, man, now it's now it's time for you. To, now it's time for you to uh, to buy a lot of uh, homes for uh, homeless people. It's time for you. You know, it's all this stuff that's going on. You don't get what you want. You get what you prepare for after you made a decision that you that you, you want to change. Then you pray about it and you start prepping and you don't stop prepping until it comes.
1: Somebody needed to hear this.
0: Somebody needed to hear it.
1: So, um, you want to know what's funny? Talk to me. I don't even know if it's appropriate to say right now, but you know how I was telling you that something weird happened at a restaurant Uh -uh. um so the the television is on um and the restaurant that i was in when i had that experience is on tv right now on the show man versus food and it's so weird and it's so creepy and when i was talking to a couple people about it um they were like well there's a lot of stuff in that restaurant that The people that own it, they get from garage sales and like there's probably something attached or things attached to a lot of the items in that place. I just thought it was really weird that we're doing this episode. I mentioned it and it's on
0: TV. Like right now?
1: Right now. It's on Man vs. Food.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: I know. Isn't that weird?
0: That's absolutely crazy.
1: It creeps me out a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The whole supernatural aspect of of the things that humans can uh, encounter it scares me. It doesn't scare but, me. It's just the unknown makes me nervous.
0: Right. So let me let me ask you a question. What do you what do you feel like? I guess what, what was what would you say? Some of your say like give me an example of some of your personal challenges that maybe you you battle with, that thing that you prayed about that just, I guess, just haven't come or took a long time to come?
1: Um, so I can admit that I struggle with uh, faith. I have a hard time. Um, I've been through a lot of things in my life, and I know that, you know, we're not supposed to question God. But it's just, like, it's really, really, really hard not to when you're put in, in situations. Situations where you're losing people. Situations where you're abused. Things like that. You know what I mean? It's hard. Because it's like, okay, I try to be a good person. I try to support people. I tell people to pray. Like, I speak about God constantly. And it's just, like... I am your child. I like to think that I'm one of God's uh, peculiar children. Right. It's just like, why would you allow things like this to happen to me knowing how I feel about you? Mm -hmm. But, after we did the first, the part one of Wait on God, um, you actually kind of made me realize that things like that happen so that you know Um, you know who's in charge ideally so that you know you know what I mean that there is a higher power and he is who you're praying to he is who you're calling to you know what I mean so while I understand that sometimes I don't want to when certain things happen so I definitely struggle with, with keeping the faith you know at times I'm just like screw it like okay I'm waiting on God but I'm a go-getter. So I'm just going to do it. Either it'll come or it won't. But if it doesn't come, it's not because I didn't put my all into it. Right. So, I mean, I I struggle with that constantly. And hopefully, right. you know, as I grow, as uh, my spiritual walk gets stronger, you know, hopefully that will change. Right, right. You know, you can just continue to pray because I do I pray a lot like I said I want to read the Bible more I grew up in church I was definitely one of those kids that was in church four days a week wearing skirts all the time in the choir you know I was definitely one of those kids but as you get older and you know start going through life and things start happening it's kind of like you're walk with God can get a little weaker by the things that you see in human form.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know. I can wear, this the world can wear you down.
1: Absolutely. So I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to what I just said. But again, that's that's why they say you need faith the size of a mustard seed. Even though that is hard uh, to attain at times. Like I feel like it's still very necessary to try.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it all make it all makes perfect sense, you know. And I'll be. I think one of one of my only struggles that I think I just still have because I I've, I've been able to handle a lot of stuff, but there's one there's a part of me that just wants to be selfish. You know all the time and you know God does he can't work with people that are selfish but there's you know you have you're saying do on the others as you want others to do on you and you know I believe that I've been used I prayed a lot you know to you know I always always pray I don't act I really don't normally don't ask for much you know I just always ask what is it that he wants me to do and I say you know if there's something that you you know want to use me as a vessel to be able to work your blessings through other people so through that I help a lot of people and, you know, whether it's, you know, financially, whether it's just, you know, talking to people on the phone to keep them from jumping off the bridge, you know, talking to people through their relationship problems, you know, I, I've literally, as a non-married man, I have saved and encouraged more marriages than I can remember just mm-hmm. by giving people a positive outlook and expression, but I've held people up financially. I mean, I've, and, a, and the thing is, is that you don't, there's not people that are in positions like me, you sometimes you don't you don't get a lot of the appreciation back for or a lot of this stuff isn't reciprocated so my battle with it has always been I I was like I know I was like you're preparing me for something because I mean he's had me somebody that comes from where I come from I don't even think half people should be listening to what the shit that I'm saying sometimes I'd be like I'd I'd literally say I was when I even at my seminars or the events they had me to come speak I was like I don't understand how people can sit back and listen to me but there's something that's coming out that sometimes it's not I don't even know that it's coming from me but it's coming but I know where it's coming from and when the, the you get when you give so much of yourself constantly and but it's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to do this and give give uh, give selfishly or unselfishly and you're supposed to do all this work and not expect anything in return that's hard to, that's, a, that's a hard pill to swallow and a lot of times you're helping people that are close to you, you know, get out of financial binds, you know, and then you, you see the change that happens from that and you know it's from the work that you've done you And know, you, know, with
1: you saying that, I think, okay, because you know, personally you know I'm a little bit of a brat right, so mm-hmm. I think that what you just said kind of woke me up to something So I'm always doing stuff for other people, right? Like, I kind of feel like that's what I'm here for at this point. So I get upset when I don't get what I want or what I ask for. Because it's like, you know what? I work really hard and I'm always doing something for somebody else. If I want something, I should get it when I want it. But, like... That's not right, but you saying that it kind of made me think of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that 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 is a struggle because it's like sometimes you want to cut it off, and when people call you and they need you, you're like yo, I don't even want to talk, or no, I can't. You know, you just want to be bold, but then that side hits you, and it just says you're being prepared. There's, there's a reason why they're coming to you, and I feel like it's a test sometimes to see if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be faithful to my calling. Or if I'm going to listen to, or if I'm going to still be in that place of obedience, you know, and I said on the last episode, it says everything that you're praying and wishing for, riches, goals, all this other stuff. And, you know, life's purpose is waiting for you in a place called obedience, obedience. And it's just like, you know, how it is, but that just shows you when you can know one thing, but at the end of the day, you're still human. You yeah. still have human emotions. You, you still get weak. You still get frustrated and you say, God, how is it that I can help everybody, but then I'm still having my own struggles myself. That's a very, that's where faith has to come in. That's, that's, that's where faith comes in. That, that faith, you just have to have a little bit of faith that says, whatever's happening, God, you're preparing me, and I trust you and I'm not going to give up. That's, that's, that's the true definition Or you. If you get into a relationship and it doesn't work you just got to review and just say, hey, you know what? You know, I what what not? It didn't work. But what did I learn from this relationship? Right. And you just move forward. So I believe I think that's the just the scenario, the definition of what is what it's going to be like to wait on God, because a lot of time it, it ain't going to be pretty. You're, you're going to have trouble. But it's, I think it's all a test to see, are is, the, is he going to be strong enough? Can he handle it? Or is he going to buckle? Because he said, I can't give you, I can't put all this stuff on your back and you'll you'll buckle at the first speed bump or at the first crack. I can't, I, he said, I can't do, I need you to be stronger. So maybe he's strengthening you. Right.
1: Maybe he's, he,
0: maybe he's letting you get your weight up.
1: <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe he's making you a little bit tougher because the platform that I'm sending you to, I already know that they're going to come for you. I need you to be strong. You're not ready yet.
1: Mm -hmm. I like that.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I believe that. Mm. You know, say, no, you're not ready to be a husband yet because the moment the first piece of tail comes across you, you're still weak. You're not strong enough. I will not send you the woman or I will not send you the man. You know, and when you think about when you think about from this point of view, a lot of the time you will just say, OK, and you'll be OK with it because you say if it's not happening, it's because it's not time. Right. What 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 happens when you eat when you eat chicken before is it, before it's before it's supposed to be done, before it's reached a certain degree. So that's when salmonella happens, all this other stuff. That's when you have all these problems. That happens when you try when you just when you try to eat something when you try to do something too early a lot of the time you end up with a lot a lot of problems happen you, you didn't want to wait on God to send you the man so you chose somebody else and it turned out to be a disaster now you raising five kids by yourself and all this other stuff now I know that's it's a little extreme but how it's really not extreme because how often is that happening today
1: way too often
0: we didn't want to wait on god we we said no it's got to happen right now is this is the this is the perfect time this is the next course you know they say i mean this is this is the next course of my life i've been through college i got my degrees now i got a good salary i now i need a husband and i need a kid and you know and a lot of times that's the mistake a lot of people make rather than asking god what it is that you want me to do next, say show me the path because, you know, the the, the the prayer in the word, it says, in all that ways, acknowledge him. Which means if you acknowledge him and you ask, and then he says, and he shall direct my path. It's, it's there. Everything's in the word. People just don't listen today. Or today is too cliche. They say, oh, this is what my grandmama and this is what my mama used to do. You know, it's a little bit different today. You know, I, re- I truly believe and I'm so thankful. I say a lot of people, a lot of people. Are still covered by prayers that their grandmothers laid over their whole family.
1: Absolutely.
0: Some 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 of us wouldn't have made it if our mothers weren't praying mothers and said, I'm not always gonna be here, God, but you cover these children. I'm telling you, man. Absolutely. The, like that. I I believe with all my heart. Because there's there's things that that's happened to me that said, there ain't no way in hell I should have made it out of this. That wasn't me. I was. I'm not that good. I. That, and that wasn't look. I said. Ma, I said that was nobody. But that was mama. She's. she She's up there. No. She said you can't let this break him down. You. We gotta be there. I'm telling you, man. I. Be, I believe. I believe that with all my heart.
1: Me too. And I've. I've heard that all my life, and I believe in it, and I will do that. I will pray over my children as well. I think it's very, very important.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think uh, waiting on God, uh, part three, I want to uh, make sure, I want to bring on a, a, a guest uh, for the next episode.
1: Okay, I'm here for that.
0: So any, anybody that's listening to this episode that um, has some insight and that can, you know, I have been, been through a few things and you know that, has some you know some personal experience with this we want to dialogue we want to get on here we want, we want to talk we want to hear from you know we want to hear it from another person's perspective
1: yeah i, I think that would be uh, really good i love how when we do these episodes that it just kind of flows yeah. you know what i mean we don't need too much i don't know it just flows i like it yeah Yeah, so definitely, if you're listening, you want to get on here, if you agree or disagree with anything that we said, if you have an experience that you want to share, like jump on, like let's talk about it.
0: Yep. All right, lady, take us out. What? Take us out.
1: I don't know. What do you mean, take us out?
0: Take us out. Thank
1: you for listening to Rob D and Lady Behind the Glass. What do you usually say? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. What do you say? <laughs>
0: at Mr. Invest A T L. That's M R underscore I N V E S T do it like Russell Simmons. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we appreciate, appreciate you guys. We would uh, look forward to tuning in on the next episode.
1: That was dope. I really have to learn how to do your outro. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll work on it. Bye, guys.